There's a gaming company that makes some games that I like uh, called like The Witcher. I'm, I don't know if you ever saw me play them or not. The anyway, Witcher, I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah, so uh, they also own this other company called GOG Ga- uh, GOG Good Old Games, which sells like older games without like this. Mm. Uh, it's called DRM Dynamic. Oh, Josh is trying oh, to explain Jesus. DRM to I Lily. <laughs> greatest <laughs> ever store where like if all of a sudden the store goes belly up. You know, they take oh my god <laughs> any yeah yeah kind of huh. like that anyway and so uh they're we definitely have time for this <laughs> <laughs> I, again like i said you can't really link that to me so we'll see. But yeah i think we have a cold open yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> sure why not and welcome to episode 33 of Rather Be Playing, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be playing games than... Than not recording this podcast. Wait, wait, no, I thought it was than recording this podcast. Either way. I'd rather be playing than not recording. No. It's kind of a double negative. Yeah, you kind of fucked that up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it works. Let's try that again. (laughs) No, 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 that's right. I'd rather be playing than... Because not recording is bad, so I would prefer to be playing than... Not recording. But if you're not recording, you could be playing games. <laughs> well. You'd rather be playing than recording this That's podcast. not true because I, I didn't either, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> no, this is good. Let's roll with this. All right, fine. I'm Josh. I'm, uh, I have not been here for a very long time and forgot how this works. <laughs> I'm Elliot. And I'm Steve-O. So, faithful listeners, if you're still there. Um, for the past two months, the three of us have kind of been in a bit of a rut with our personal lives and, uh, the podcast ended up kind of taking a backseat. Sadly, um, we've kind of got our shit together at this point, so we're back. Um, don't uh, oversell it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thought that a podcast about how we'd rather be playing than doing grown up stuff would have had time off for us doing grown up stuff. Well, I mean, just because we've complained about it for 32 episodes doesn't mean that stuff just goes away. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> as much yeah. as I would like it to. It's pretty amazing that we made it so far almost uninterrupted. Oh, 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 oh this is not the episode for self-congratulation. It, we did. <laughs> that, that was that was all of the episodes that we did one after another. This is not that one. <laughs> no, this is the Stuart Smiley version of the, of our of our podcast where you know we're like, you know, things were down for a couple months, but you know what? We're good enough. We're smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like us. Uh, debatable. But <laughs> I you're like ruining your our self affirmation, <laughs> Elliot. All right. Yeah. Well, so, every, again, everyone, uh, again, we've, I know we've been gone for a little bit, but we're trying to get back up on that horse. And uh, in that downtime, despite not actually doing the recording, we have managed to play some games, or rather, I've managed to play some games. Josh Steve- played all the games, mm-hmm. all of the games. Also, he owns all of the games now. But, mo- but <laughs> most importantly, this is our deep dive spoiler chat into Beyond Two Souls. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to have a deep dive spoiler chat to Beyond Two Souls. It will last about a minute, and 
I would not worry about running into spoilers during the podcast. We will not have an extra section after this because if we did, that would just be kind of pointless. Actually, actually, quick spoiler spoiler alert. None of us played it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I played it a bit of it. I, I played some of it as well. Um, I well, played enough. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. All right, guys. So, but yeah, it's it's been two months. What the hell's been going on? How about you, Elliot? We we like just to riff off of that. We have not to leave it on the disappointing note of not talking about the fabulous Beyond Two Souls. We did play most, I think, between the three of us, between the two of you played just about all the new releases that came out one way or the other through our loopholes, which we have mostly held to, I think. Um, mostly what did i do elliot i know you're looking at me what do you uh, what did i do huh i'm not pointing fingers but (laughs) josh played all of the games and (laughs) neither of us bought them for him but i did spend not spend any money that was my own didn't spend any money on him nepotism <laughs> is that, is it, does that apply here? His nephew uh, bought all the games. That's what nepotism means. No, right? it's called charging him rent, and he paid me in games. Mm. <laughs> He's over eighteen. Point. He can pay rent now. Yeah. So, so we have a uh, a full docket actually, um, which we should because we've been gone for so long, and it's pretty <laughs> much carried entirely by Josh. Because you've got Spider-Man, you've got Dragon Quest Eleven, you've got even old games, which was the original point of this podcast. You've got Fallout, you've got um, Diablo 2. Um, yeah, man. Way yeah. to go. Yeah, I I mean, I, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I ended up losing my job a couple uh, about a month or so back and have been trying to kind of figure things out. I've got a bunch of applications in. I'm not honestly that worried. But I've had some downtime, <laughs> so I've had some time to play some games. So um, in between catching up on a bunch of TV shows and things I wanted to watch, I pulled up my laptop and decided, you know, what, I'm going to play back. I'm, I'm going to replay some of the older games that I played just because I was kind of in a funk. Didn't really want to dive into anything new, but wanted something, you know, old and comforting. Uh, so the first thing I pulled out was the original Fallout, you know, for PC. Nice. Um, it's. If all you've played are Fallout 3 or New Vegas or Fallout 4, Fallout 1 and 2 are completely different. I mean, it's the same kind of like humor and same kind of like world you're in, but it's not first person. It's not a shooter. It's more like a tactical RPG. Everybody like moves on a hex grid. You have action points per turn, in which case you move and attack. Um, oh, whoa, whoa. It's turn-based? Yeah, it's turn-based. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was like just like isometric action. No, no, no. Yeah. It's it's turn-based. Like so Dang. You have your own you have the main character. And so the main character's goal is he's a member of Vault 13. And Vault 13's uh water chip, the thing that provides water to their vault, goes on goes on the fritz, and you need to leave the vault and go find a new one. That's literally the whole plot or the whole like MacGuffin of the game, rather. Mm-hmm. And so you set off out, the, out of the vault and try and go find a, uh, a new water chip out in California, basically. And California is, this is obviously in, I can't remember, it's like the 2100s or 20, late 20, 2000s or something after nuclear fallout and whatnot. And there are some civilizations, but it's the same sort of thing you've seen in like the later fallout games. There's raiders everywhere. There's mutants. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, the, the same stuff you've sort of come to come to come to uh, see. Um, 
But again, like I mentioned earlier, it's not played out in a first person perspective. You go to a new area, you move on a hex grid, um, depending on your special stats, special being strength, perception, endurance, charisma, intelligence, agility, or luck. Um, wow. You know, you can move a certain amount of points per turn. Attacking costs a certain amount of points per turn. And then once you're done with your turn, you hit end turn and the enemy takes their turn. And it just mm. goes back and forth like that. Um, Is it anything like uh, Divinity Original Sin? I mean, it's it's similar in that it's turn-based. Like, the general uh, function functionality of how it works is yes, but it's And the number near- of points that you use to yeah. do things? Yeah, so, like, moving one space costs one AP. Moving yeah. two spaces costs two, whatever. One space per AP. And, each a- and you can have up to a maximum of 10 AP. I mean, t- I think technically you can go over if you kind of, like, break the game. But 10 AP, for all intents and purposes, is your max. Hmm. So, like, uh, firing... The pistol that I have may cost four AP, so I can only move six spaces before I want to fire once, yep. or I can move two spaces and fire twice. Um, and so distance distance matters. The further are you away, the lower your chance to hit is. Um, you know, you have things like the armor you're wearing, depending you know affects how well you're able to be hit or how much defense you have. Um, no magic or anything. Again, it's Fallout. Pretty much all damage is done via weapons. Or you know, had like you that. played it before, Josh? Did had you played it back in the day? Yeah, way back when I've played Fallout and Fallout Two, and they're both amazing games. They're just still they are, still they hold up. Yes, they do. They're yes, they're a little antiquated in some respects. Like uh, the the voice acting is cheesy. Uh, the characters you meet are it's it's okay, and the stories are. Okay to decent. I don't I wouldn't call them like amazing or anything. So what's the best thing about it? Yeah, what what is it that grabs you? The world? The yeah, the world is great. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's it's different than the than the new Fallout games in the sense that like you if talking to NPCs finds you finds you new things to do rather than just kind of like, you know, go to this quest marker, go to this quest marker. Right. Yeah. Things like that. Nothing is really spelled out for you. So you kind of have to figure out how to do things. And there's multiple ways to tackle many different things, despite this being a game from the early nineties. Um, like even the final boss, you can talk your way through the final boss. You don't have to fight him. <laughs> yeah. Um, depending on how you've built your guy. So like, it's, would I get lost much in this game? That's, that's my first question. <laughs> so yes and no, it's, there are not a lot of locations. Like I think overall there's like, 15 maybe 20 locations and they're not like super big or anything so i don't think you'd ever get lost so much as trying to figure out what your next steps are like if i go over here i get massacred by mutants or if i go here yeah. i get killed by radiation which ones if you know which one do i go to first in order to yeah. not die and, mm. and for that reason would you recommend like someone like me play this with a with a guide or do you think like I could get through it with just sending you a text at 11 p.m. in the evening from time to time. <laughs> the only, th- I mean, with the, so with Fallout One and Two, the only thing I would really recommend a guide for would be building your character to begin with. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, mm. like, uh, you know, you start out by allocating your special points. You choose some initial perks or traits, and uh, you can kind of figure out perks on your own. I mean, when I first played through the games, I did not have a guide at all. I kind of just figured it out as I went along. So it's it's it is doable that way. Sure, but think about this, two things. One, that was back when you were a kid, presumably, and had way more time to play these. And two, uh, you are significantly better at games than me. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I, I would recommend a guide just so uh, 
first, you know, kind of pick, pick like the kind of person you want to play. Do you want to pick like a smooth talker? Do you want to pick someone that's good with like rifles, someone that's good with up close attacks, you know, kind of decide what you want to do up front. And then there are got builds out there that you can kind of go with, say, okay, set your strength to five for this, your perception to nine, your agility yeah. to nine, your intelligence to like three. Speaking of intelligence, if you lower your intelligence enough, you only speak with like, <laughs> you can technically play the entire game, not speaking a word because your character is technically a moron. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I, again, I would recommend, picking a build maybe to begin with and kind of going from there just to make your life a little bit easier. Yeah. That said, I don't, it, it is an old enough game that I think you can screw yourself if you pick like a really bad build, but I think there is some leeway there. Like even like a decent build will get you through the game. So, so like an idiot with no battle skills can realistically survive in the post-apocalyptic wasteland well the thing is is like with your if you drop your intelligence to like nothing you've got to put those points somewhere else and ideally they're probably going to like you know perception which helps your gun attacks agility which helps your ap can you not use points could you just be like (laughs) yeah but you probably die a lot (laughs) i'm pretty sure you have to allocate all your initial points okay so they have to go somewhere that's Uh, fair i've just i just wanted because i feel like I, I could see a lot of those self-imposed restrictions, those like challenges that people do with speed runs and stuff like that. Just trying to do like a no AP run. Or, Honestly, or, they, there might be. I have never tried it, so I just don't know. I'm surprised, Josh. I feel like you would be the guy <laughs> well, to try it. Well, so and uh, Josh has too many new games to play in 2018, Elliot. He doesn't need to add those kind of things to his list. I already finished your platinum. Um, but so anyway, so the reason I wanted to go back and play Fallout was because back in the day, you know, I played it like normally, but I was kind of curious. I'm like, well, what's like an optimal way to play this game? Mm-hmm. And so I beat the game within like six, seven hours this time. I mean, a normal playthrough might take would probably take you like 30 or something. But this time I was I knew I, I generally knew where things were. I knew how to do that, but I wanted to like, OK, what build and things should I be shooting for in order to just like kind of run through this game? And wow. it was kind of interesting the way to play it that way, because there's definitely ways to break it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and well, I you see, w- that kind of thing sounds interesting to me. I would want you to tell me that. Mm-hmm. I would tell you, like, the initial thing and then just say, go. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't tell you, like, the steps involved, but I would say, go have yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, uh, Fallout 1 is, it, you, can pl- you can play it on a toaster. Uh, it's a great mm-hmm. game. I, I would recommend anyone who's a fan of strategy RPGs to play it. I mean, even if you're just kind of curious and you've played Fallout three three or later, it's kind of neat to see where the game has come from since then. Yeah, so it definitely has that draw for me. Like I I I think it I've got it on Steam at some point, and I would love to dig into that as well. I actually just installed it the other day out of curiosity and haven't booted it yet. But question for me would be though one or two because I always hear the story of Fallout Two is unmissable. That is one that you should go back for. Um, honestly, I don't know if I choose. I, I feel like I'd have to say you play both, just because mm-hmm. yeah. one two two does improve on a lot of stuff from one. Although two's intro is terrible, and I you just want to get through it as quickly as you can. Yeah. Um, but it does do a lot of things better than one. But they are very, very, very similar, and the plot of one does tie directly into two. So, I Fallout one is relatively short. Fallout two is quite a bit longer. Uh, okay. um, so I, I, I feel like, again, I, I, I'm sure you can, you can look up what happens in one, and it's not that much of a, you're not really missing out on that much. But just because they're both fun to play games, and I feel like it's just 
it's just a part of gaming history that you kind of should feel like you should take part in. I, I would play both of them. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, other than fallout, I also decided because again, I've got nothing better to do with my time and I get, so I get this itch every now and again, and the game first came out in, God, I want to say 1996. I'm probably losing my mind, but I feel like it's 1996. Every like three years or so, I've get this urge to reinstall Diablo two. <laughs> no, wait, and, wait, didn't number one come out in 96? Uh, maybe that's right. Maybe and, I'm, and two, let me, okay. Maybe so two maybe came out. Yeah, two came out in the year two thousand. Okay, two thousand. Sorry. Okay, yeah, I was thinking Diablo one. Sorry. Anyway, I, I every three years Why or so, I get this three. urge to reinstall Diablo two because when it first came out, I played the ever loving shit out of it, and I installed it on my grandma's computer. And when I did that, she thought I had installed a virus, and she never trusted me with computers ever again, despite the <laughs> fact that I have a computer science degree and I've also worked with my computers my entire life. So I love the idea of your grandma just turning on her computer and just seeing like the devil come. <laughs> she is a very religious woman, so I can see that happening actually. So there's a, there's a running gag with my one of my friends and uh, his mom. Uh, when he would play, he's as a kid, he started playing Diablo a lot. And uh, the running joke was his mom would walk in and be like, this game doesn't make me want to praise God. Um, <laughs> Cause his mom was very religious um, as all moms tend to yeah. be, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, I digress. So when Diablo two first came out, I loved it. Cause I love the original one. And the second one just improved upon it in pretty much every single way imaginable. Um, I had played through initially as an Amazon, as a Boazon, and, uh, then they released the expansions pack Lord of Destruction, which added a whole new act to it. Kind of similar to what they did with Diablo three. Um, and they also nerfed the Boazon quite a bit, which pissed me off. Um, but yeah, like I said, every three years, I kind of get this itch. I reinstall it. I start making a sorceress because the sorceress is the easiest character you can make to like farm shit and get better items for all your other characters you want to make. Um, this time though, I made a necromancer first. So, and it's been actually going pretty well, but, um, so if, if you play Diablo one or Diablo three, it's the same damn game. It's a, <laughs> it's a loot based RPG. Your How long does playthrough take you in Diablo two? Well, it depends. So like your first time through, if you're playing solo by yourself, probably take you like 20 hours, 25 yeah. hours, maybe. How um, long would it take you now? Josh. <laughs> Well, so so here's the thing. So because the game is a loot-based RPG, like, I don't care about the story. I've played it. I know the story, whatever. It's okay, yeah. whatever. Who cares? Um, but the whole point is to make your numbers more numberier, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so what, once you, what you do is you, ha- you, you log – you play it online on Battle.net. And there's still people playing it to this day. Like, there's tons of people still playing the damn game online. Mm-hmm. And you just get someone to rush you through the game. And so yeah. you can – you finish normal difficulty in, like, an hour. Um, you finish nightmare difficulty in like another hour and then you finish hell difficulty, maybe like another hour or two. So you technically, uh, there are some like things in between where you grind to get to a certain level because like, so for instance, uh, in the early part of the game, there's a place in act one called Tristram. You're, you should level there until you're level 15 and then you do runs in the tombs until level 24 then once you hit level 24 you go kill the ancients and level in normal mode because that gives you an automatic level to 25 then you grind bail until level 40 then you move on to nightmare mode in which point you just keep going until you hit ancients get that level grind bail until 60 to 70 kill bail then you move on to hell mode and you're there from 70 to 99 and so there's there's like people have like spent their lives 
basically calculating all this shit out for you. So you just kind of follow along and say, okay, well, I need to do X, Y, and Z, and then I can just start grinding for the items that I want. So like right now, I've got a necromancer who basically has everything I need, but I've got a sorceress, an Amazon, an assassin, a paladin, and a barbarian who I also want to kit out, and I need to grind with my necromancer to get them their gear. So it's 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 a stupid feedback loop with with fucking getting <laughs> loot. That's all it's. There is literally no reason for me to be doing this because there's no satisfaction at the end of the game. It's not like, okay, I've decked out my sorceress. I've saved the world in real life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, question though. But you have just been given a new loot-based game for free on PlayStation 4. Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is free. Oh, that wasn't a joke. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I thought you were kidding. I thought you were thinking of something Like, else. why wouldn't you just go play that? Because <laughs> yeah. like, I've, do, I've done everything in Destiny 2. Well, the base game. I'm not buying the expansion, one, because I can't. And two, oh. I don't want to. I've done Didn't everything. stop you last time. I've, yeah, it Wait, did. I when, stopped. Pl- when stop did you play promise. Destiny 2? What? Hey, he, when it first came out, he played it. I played Destiny 2 when it first came out. What are you talking about? No, he, De- Destiny 2. Yeah. Yeah, I played Destiny 2 when it first came out. You, don't you remember, bought like, Destiny 2? Yeah. I yeah. remember Elliot buying it. No, Josh bought it. No, Josh e- had like, e- Elliot bought it on plat- PC later. I bought it on PS4. He platinumed it in like two weeks. Wow. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know if I platinumed it because I never did the, the raid on like. Oh, the, I thought you. Oh, the, yeah. The raid on the perfect mode or whatever the hell it's called. I'll you got as far as he But could. I thought the joke was that you wouldn't buy Destiny 2 because when you bought Destiny, we all fell off it so quickly. Oh, he wouldn't buy it on PC because he already played it on PS4. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the joke was I would not. I wasn't going to buy it again to play with you scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, because I got burned. Uh, yes, I got yeah. burned by Destiny One with you assholes. But Destiny Two, like, when, thinking back, I was like, you know what? I got sixty dollars worth of entertainment from the first Destiny with the amount that I played it. So yeah. I felt like it was okay for me to play Destiny Two because even if the next expansion sucks or like they fuck up like they did with Destiny One, which they did, I felt okay because the initial game was still fun enough that I got to play it for sixty dollars worth of time, and I was fine with it. Okay, so mm-hmm. so in answer to my question, Josh, why didn't you play the game that you haven't played yet? The answer, of course, I should have known was I have played that and platinumed it. Thanks. Again, again, I don't think I platinumed it. That said, I do have the division sitting on my PS4. I should just play that. Jeez. Next. Uh, well, yeah, well, next for my birthday, time. like when you guys gave me my my Sony credit, it, division was like five bucks. So I was like, all right. So I grabbed it in there. Um, <laughs> Is that as looty as Destiny? I feel like it's it's kind of similar. It's okay. I know I know like the 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 game. I haven't I haven't really gotten to the end game, so I'm not sure what similar. it's like with like uniques or legendaries okay. or whatever. But like, yeah, as you play the game, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this weapon is slightly better than the, my current weapon. I'm gonna pick it up and swap it out, you know, sort of thing. Yep. So yeah. it does do that. Yeah. Um, all right. So one more big one, and this one's not a retro game. This is one that I picked up for my birthday. Uh, I uh, when you guys gave me my credit, I pre-ordered Dragon Quest XI because I'm a huge Dragon Quest fan. I love the series, and I, I'm a late comer to the Dragon Quest games. I did not, I did never had a Nintendo. Um, I remember as a kid playing Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior Four for like the first time, and I was like, "This is fun," but I don't. Eh, it's all right. Um, and then later on in life, um, once they, I, I ended up playing four again and kind of really, really enjoying it. And then like soon after I played it, they announced four, five, and six for DS. Uh, and I basically I went through and played all of them. Uh, 
Hmm. And then eight came out for PS2 and oh my God, eight is so good. It is hmm. so goddamn good. Um, it's super British. It is. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Dragon Quest. <laughs> but anyway, Dragon Quest 11 came out for PlayStation 4 recently and, P- and PC. And while I did get it on PS4, if you haven't picked it up, I recommend getting it on PC because there is a mod that adds the orchestrated music to the soundtrack rather than the crappy MIDI music that you have in the game. Anyway. And it's not just that the sound quality is bad, but from what I've heard on all accounts, it is by far the worst Dragon Quest soundtrack in like the history of well, so the he, series. So here's the thing, though. The Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest soundtrack period has been basically the same the yeah, entire yeah. series I don't, I don't know how anyone says one is ever worse or better yeah. than the other the only thing that's changed are like the battle music and the world music yeah the town so- town music's the same yeah. uh uh on the the boat music's the same it's all the same shit um, the composer is still a monster yeah anyway I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that but anyway so dragon quest 11 is the 11th game in the esteemed dragon quest series uh, it's the first single player Dragon Quest in a while. The last one was Dragon Quest Nine on the on the. Are DS. you counting spinoffs when you say the eleventh? Because there's like Dragon Quest Monsters. Yeah, there's a million uh, spinoffs. But I'm it, just messing in the main right series, now. Jackass. Um, <laughs> um, You're, yeah. and so in Dragon Quest Eleven, you are you play this this generic looking anime guy who is drawn by Akira Toriyama of Dragon Ball Z fame. You will know this because everybody in the game looks like a Dragon Ball Z character. And Chrono Trigger. Yes, but Dragon Ball Z primarily. Um, mm-hmm. And you are the reincarnation of the Luminary, which is the guy that will be there to save the world from darkness. It's the most unique plot I've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah. In an is it the same plot in every Dragon Quest game? No. No, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same general idea like, oh, no, as darkness is overcoming the land, you must be the one to save it. There are slight variations on this, like in uh, Dragon Quest V, it's not you, it's your son who's the chosen hero. Um, so and one through three have a really cool take on the yeah, because they're kind of a, a, and I don't mean to, it kind of spoils three to say that like all three are part of like the same series, but you don't find it out towards the end. But like you know, there are really enjoyable twists um, on the formula, but they're not gonna like break your brain. Oh, Many of them are still playable now. I won't spoil it. I won't All of them. Sp- I won't spoil it. I know, but I mean, how many of them could you actually go back to and still enjoy at this so point? So I'm playing old ones right now. So it, three it, and onward, I would recommend are fine. Yeah, for two, sure. Two is fine, but it's fucking hard at certain points. One is one's worth a playthrough just to kind of see how like RPGs yeah. have evolved because it's such a classic example of like not looking for a history from. lesson. I mean, it's, it's very quick. not from I, playing the game. I am looking for a history lesson from okay, you. Okay, Elliot. Series. Well, it, it, all right, Steve. <laughs> Steve. So in 1776, we kicked your ass. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We, a history lesson. In, Sorry. <laughs> if in terms of going back, um, the only ones you need to play are three, five, and eight. Really, those are like the most groundbreaking ones. And are they fun? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So, so, so here's here's how I would describe Dragon <laughs> Quest. Dragon Quest games are good RPGs in the sense that like they never really do anything out of the ordinary, but what they do, they do spectacularly. 
Like you, you, you should not walk into a Dragon Quest game going, I'm expecting something imaginative. I'm expecting something innovative. Okay, so, I'm so never a expect a Chrono Trigger and never expect uh, Final Fantasy VI. Is it meant to be amazing? Like, but those are the, yeah. the Final Fantasies change more. Like the Dragon yeah. Quests are pretty much the same game, but just refined in different ways. Okay, but so I could just as easily play this new one and forget about all the rest. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say yes. Way. That said, there are differences in them. Like the way, the way uh, I really like eight. So, like, so for instance, let's put it this way. So, uh, Dragon Quest Eight has four characters. That's it. You yeah. have four party members, although the 3DS version does add two extra ones, but I never played it. So whatever. Anyway, you have four characters the entire game. Dragon yeah. Quest eight, uh, 11 has uh, eight characters and you can swap freely between them, build them how you like. But like their personalities and how they interact with the party, the it, it's it's the games are all just kind of charming is probably the best way I'd put it. Mm-hmm. They do, they don't like I said, they, never, they don't do anything groundbreaking, but what they do is build a world and a party and, and characters and they do it really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, like I said, it, largely you're not going to find like a big twists or a lot of things that are hugely different between the games, but you're, you're when you pick, pick up a dragon quest game, you know, you're going to have a good time. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. It's also, it's also amazing because it's the same three main original creators from the very first game that have worked on every single one, like from the, 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 dire- the director, scenario writer, yeah. the character designer, and the the composer, um, and I don't think you can say that about any other yeah, game series. Yeah, kind of amazing, ever. and and they still sell. That's yeah, they still the sell. They're insanely popular well, like, in Japan. Yeah, like so, Dragon like Dragon Quest in Japan. Uh, it's known that like school is canceled on the day the Dragon Quest comes out <laughs> <laughs> because people will buy it. People just skip class to buy it. <laughs> we <Yeah>. got that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. Yeah. So like, um, so yeah, like I said, very, there's minor differences between how the games play. Like Dragon Quest three was the first one that gave you like a job system. Dragon Quest four, you had specific characters and it was played in like a chapter system where you play as these characters in chapter one, these characters in chapter two, three, four, and then in five, they all kind of come together and you play through that chapter mm-hmm. five has like a generational system where you have kids and kids and you can also recruit monsters to fight for you. Chapter six is kind of like a mix of, or sorry, uh, Dragon Quest six is kind of like a mix of four and five in the sense that you have set characters and monsters. Seven is like this time travel long 100 hour game, like 100 hours to beat the game, not like side quests and shit, just 100 hours <laughs> to beat the goddamn game. Yeah. And then Dragon Quest eight, you're stuck with like four specific characters and you build them how you like. Uh, Dragon Quest nine, you build your party like three, you pick a job, that character has that job and you can kind of build them how you want. Um, and then 11, you go back to the more you have these characters. They all have specific roles. Play your party as you like. Um, but yeah, it's I, I loved it. I plowed through the game. I was very happy to get the platinum. Um, I, I started a new game because they added in the initial version. Oh, sorry, they actually added this to begin with where um, there's no hard mode per se, but you could add restrictions to your game like uh you cannot buy stuff from shops, meaning you have to rely on stuff you find or craft. Uh, you cannot wear armor, meaning you cannot defend yourself. You basically have to only use weapons. Hmm. Or like uh, enemies give less experience, enemies drop less gold. Uh, and there's one more, one or two more that I'm not thinking of. But the, uh, I've just kind of wanted to see how, how it works out. And I've been playing it so far, and so far it's not too bad. It's definitely a little bit more grinding than the basic game, but it's just, I don't know, it's 
it's a fun game. It's just, I would definitely recommend it to anybody that loves RPGs. Even if you've never played a Dragon Quest game, it's just a charming, fun game that you will not have any issues with. Yeah. And it's so, it's so well um, refined. It's so well perfectly, like, uh, I heard that the, like, the Japanese version still 1.0 hasn't been patched hasn't yeah. needed to be adjusted hasn't been yeah like it it's it's it comes out and it's been cooked for like you know yeah. the right amount of time and it's it's just a really well balanced uh game you know? yeah it's, As, it's like crap. i said it's 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 you're i wouldn't go into it expecting anything like a mind-blowing or anything but if you just want a good game pick a dragon quest game up and that's just and you'll be happy with what you picked up um i did platinum it by the way um <laughs> speaking of another game i've platinum during this time i'm actually gonna hand it over to steve-o to talk about what he's done so far oh josh 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 my great friend josh <laughs> yeah. we're friends Spider-Man, Spider-Man, the second big blockbuster of the year, as I see it, after <laughs> God of War. I know there's others in there, but for me, like true Western blockbusters, the two of the year have been God of War and Spider-Man. The two that I've been chomping at the bit to play and not being able to play, obviously. Nobody played, of, nobody played Spider-Man. I don't know what you're talking about. Because of hashtag no new games 2018. I know that thing's been a pain, I tell you. And ads, my birthday, <laughs> my birthday was coming up and I was looking forward to it. finally getting some feckin' games this year. I deserve them. If we're, <laughs> so, if we're not, if we're not using it as, as the cold open, you should tell the story again. So when friend of the show, Mike yeah, from Pod Nerdy gave me a shout and told me he had platinumed Spider-Man and that he could lend it to me. I was over the moon. I was absolutely, oh yes, come on. I'm going to, when we record the next episode of the podcast, I'm going to bring the box with me. And uh, as we're chatting about it, as we're discussing it on the podcast, I'm uh, talking about what the guys might buy me for my birthday. I'm going to flip <laughs> up the box and I'm going to be like, in your face, Josh, I've got Spider-Man. I You're was not trying to that. keep it a secret. I you, didn't want to say, I didn't tell either of you. You I have didn't, to buy me something I, else. I was looking forward to this so much. The one moment after all of the slights this year, after having to wait 10 months, after Josh's nephew buying him every game in the world, I was thinking to finally, finally, a moment, a moment of joy, a moment of vindication, you know? And what happens? Elliot sends me a, a screenshot a couple of days before we record this. I'm like, what, what the hell is this? And it's a <laughs> screenshot of Josh's PSN profile. And what's he playing? Spider-Man. Of, co of course I, he is. Of course he is. I didn't he, want to say anything. I was hoping to surprise I just, you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you so much. I have I, no control over what my nephew buys. The one. It's really, the, the best part is I haven't played any video games in like six a year, weeks. A year. And it was oh, like sorry. the, it was like the, it was like the one time I jumped on my PS4 and <laughs> serendipitous. Yeah, man. You I wonder what it. I've even noticed like. Elliot you ruined it. I could have shut Steve-O down so hard. Oh God, I think I would have cried. I think I would have cried on a podcast, guys. I know! That's, that is quality entertainment. That is what our listeners crave. But anyway, I, I can still enjoy Spider-Man, damn it. I'm not a bitter person. Bullshit. It, 
It, it is, yeah, and it is a fantastic game. Let oh, it be God, said, yes. lads. It takes it takes a lot from another amazing game that for some reason Josh hasn't even second played yet. Josh, Batman, Arkham. Yeah, this this has you? a bit of Arkham in it. Like it's got quite a lot of Arkham in it actually. The um the combat. It completely takes from Arkham, and I, I've uh, heard a lot of good things. Just never, I don't know. Yeah, did you never, play? It was never the top of my list. Did you play uh, the Lord of the Rings game, uh, Shadow of Mordor? Uh no, I did not. No, it uh, was another one which again, like, borrowed heavily from the the Batman combat, which is really satisfying. It really packs a punch. Uh, variety of different enemy types mean that you have to switch things up using different moves dodging at the right time, uh, using gadgets at the right time. But when you do it as Batman, you really feel like Batman. And when you do it as Spider-Man, you really feel like Spider-Man. It, yeah. it is, it's very satisfying. Combat Similarly, is so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great stuff. It, it's, it is the blockbuster I've been waiting for all year. It's like playing another Batman game. Uh, Ellie, you played, did you play... Four of the Batman games. You played, I played like them all, yeah. you you beat them all. Arkham Asylum, yeah. Arkham. Uh, what was the second one? Wait a minute, Arkham Elliot Day. plays games. This <laughs> is this is ages ago. <laughs> yeah, Arkham Asylum, City Origins, and Night. Damn, you beat them all. I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I I love those games. Yeah, I beat the three main ones. I haven't beaten Origins yet, and I think I'm gonna play it around Christmas because it's it's uh, set at Christmas time, isn't it? It is. It's great for Christmas, yeah. and especially after night being so bad, and you still have a good one out there that you haven't finished. Totally, it's, totally, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, um. So combat is amazing in Spider-Man. The traversal actually borrows a hell of a lot from the Arkham City traversal. It it oh, really no. reminds me of that. And how do you kinda, how do you traverse in Arkham City? Because I never, like I said, I never played. You it. sling webs. You just like <laughs> <laughs> you're basically using the grappling gun. So you're uh, firing the grappling gun, uh, hitting a point in the air. It is rocketing you forward. It's kind of like the the launch move that you can do. Oh, where okay. you're slinging a web. You're and as you boost towards it and flip off of mm. whatever you've uh, webbed onto. It, it catapults you forward. So again, it borrows a lot from Batman here. So I'll say I'll say I did try to resist, but then I saw my nephew web slinging throughout New York, and I was like, I, I gotta. I, I it, know it looks it looks so much fun. It's so satisfying <laughs> the movement, the way just the way you dip and and then mm. rise and launch off when when you're swinging around the yeah. city, mm. like when you're searching so for the collectibles. Um, you just want to do that sometimes yeah. like so so I've hit uh, 30% completion so far and I think I've only done maybe two three main missions wow. I've just been so sidetracked by the collectibles There's so, so I, I, I will say this do the side stuff as you progress at what you can because I got to the end and my last platinum was like doing all the crimes yeah. And I just had to sit there and wait because there's like 140 of them across the damn. Game. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, okay, come on, just one more. Oh, there. I mean, so, it only takes like two, three minutes in between to yeah. like wait for the next one to trigger. But you're just like, all right. So do on. them as you see them popping up, basically. Yeah, if, yeah. I mean, I mean, try, don't get completely sidetracked. But like, yeah. And and the nice thing is, is that like it won't trigger a crime that you haven't done before. Like if you need five thug crimes and like five of the next type of crimes, yeah. if you've done all the thug crimes, it will only trigger the next one. So you won't have to like 
repeat, thankfully. And um, so yeah. when you're actually doing the crimes as well, uh, so it's things like it, it's mostly just combat stuff. There's yeah. there's a few car chases as well, yeah. where you're swinging after a car. You have to hop onto it. Uh, you have to knock out the bad guys, and then yeah, you have to there's stop the car. there's a uh, like there's the car chase. There's just taking out the enemies, and then the other one I think is like taking out the enemies plus saving people from a car wreck. Sort of. Oh, thing. that's that's right. Yeah, those they are, really are like the only ones I think you they do seem a little bit repetitive. Which they, is, they are, which is why I re- again, I like I recommend doing them like as you go because yeah. if you end up like me, where I, at the end of the game I had like I don't know like fifty crimes I had left to do to get the platinum, and so yeah. I just went to each each uh, suburb, uh, each borough of uh, New York, getting the ones that I needed. I'm just sitting there on a ledge waiting for each one to trigger. Each one to trigger. Yeah, that one kind of got that kind of got repetitive at that point. <laughs> Because there's, yeah. there's just a lot to do with those. So so when you're actually doing the crimes, Josh, um, there is a couple of uh, like challenge badges almost that you can uh, tick off as you're doing them. What I was wondering was, so for example, it'll tell you, uh, you know, uh, hit three enemies by uh, launching an object at right. them and, and so on. Uh, or maybe use like aerial attacks or, right. or using certain types of attacks. So when you do a crime and you check off those things yep. does that consider that one done you uh, because i've seen those ones pop up again even though i've checked off the two challenges yes. do i need to redo that or at that point can i ignore that one at least yeah no so the way the way it works is each crime has two extra challenges that you can do which give you those challenge tokens so like um if uh like I, I don't remember the specific challenges you have to do, but let's say let's take the one where you're stopping an armed robbery in like a jewelry yep. store or something. I think one of the th- quests or challenges there is to web web like five of the enemies to the walls. And to the, the other wall. one yep. is, I don't know, throw three objects at enemies, something like that. Once you do that, if you ever do the armed robbery one again, those will remain checked off. I mean, if you and if you didn't do them, they'll remain unchecked until you do them. Cool. So, but if an armed robbery uh, comes up, I still have to do that because, like, sometimes when I was looking at it, I was like, you oh, don't no, have I've to. done the two two challenges." But I mean, in order to get the platinum, potentially. So, if you look, if you look on your map, each borough has like X amount of like you only have to do five thug crimes in each yeah. area, and there and oh. there's like there's there's four tiers of crimes. There's thug. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. There's five t- crimes of each type you yeah. have to do. So like if you don't have the challenge, the extra challenge shit you have to do, like the yeah. web enemies to walls and stuff, those don't count towards the platinum. Those just help cool. you get challenge tokens in order to upgrade stuff. Okay, nice, nice, nice. So in other words, as you say, when things pop up, I should be doing them. Because to be honest, guys, this is a game I want a platinum. Between like just how fun it is, uh, moving around the, the have fun the combat is but more than that the collectibles man yeah. are so enjoyable just to to find them and as well they're little uh basically the the hook is that peter's left these old backpacks lying around and they've got his old things in them and the little bits of story around it the the detailed items and he makes little quips and and jokes or or reminisces about yeah. like the the spider plushie or like a, <laughs> uh, a bill from a, a date he go he he went on with MJ like the first date he ever went on and like just like fun little pieces of of uh, character so, and, and world building it's really nice 
Yeah, so I, I'll let me try and say this without spoiling anything. So the one thing I really, really, really liked about the game was the dialogue. I mean, I know totally. you're not I know you're not super far in. Yeah, but, but even the dialogue now. in the game is just incredible, like the yeah. way people talk to each other and just how they react. And I, 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 there, I, I don't know if you if you read there's there was an article on Kotaku about a specific scene in the game. Where, I've avoided it specifically. Yeah, I, I saw I, I, a headline. I, recommend I was like, I'm not really. I recommend avoiding it. But yeah. like just the way that that scene is done, which yeah. is all done through like text messages, is just Awesome. Oh, cool! I look forward to that. There, there are some great scenes and dialogue throughout the game. Um, the chemistry between uh, Peter and MJ is just yes. so good. You just yes, like these people. You just empathize with them. You just, you just want them to work out. You know, it, yeah. and I've only seen like a few scenes between them, but just the way she like, like jokes about and messes with him, and, and like it's, it's just funny and natural and and you know entertaining it's it's really cool it's i i have to say something and it will not i, I promise i won't spoil who says it or anything but there's a line late in the game where spider-man makes a rocky joke and the guy he's fighting is like spider-man i must break you and he's like oh my god you got my joke that almost makes me not want to fight you <laughs> you know that <laughs> line right there like the, the delivery was just amazing yeah. and is the best part of the game i don't yeah. care who said it was so good <laughs> <laughs> that's it as well um he's like the the characters or sorry the acting is so good he's such a good peter parker he's such a good spider-man yeah. I, and like i've only watched like the um what do you call it uh the what's the main spider-man cartoon that used to be on amazing amazing yeah, spider-man the, the amazing spider-man yeah. um but it's it's so good uh yeah. josh what else is worth talking about in this game apart from just how goddamn good. I want to go well, play it now. Um, speaking. Uh, oh, God, let me think. So speaking of the dialogue, just real quick, I heard that they recorded every line in the game twice yeah. for like uh, one with like normal and, and, and one with like when he's out of breath, like if he's been swinging and, or if he's <laughs> yeah. straining oh, really? or something like that. That's yeah. so cool. Uh, so so Yuri cool Lowenthal does the voice acting for Spider-Man. And I yep. mean, he's done the voice acting for like a million characters. He's a pretty relative. He's a relatively famous voice actor in the gaming industry. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's he not an like, amazing job as Peter Parker. He's not the one that did like the amazing Spider-Man voice. Is he like the way they got Kevin Conroy to do I don't Batman Arkham? So. That'd be crazy. I, I doubt it. But. Josh, what I would say to you, though, man, is after playing this, Go back to Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. <laughs> really, give it another go, man. Uh, it, it's you, a game I've definitely wanted to play because I hear it's it's somewhat Metroidvania-like also. Totally. Yeah, it's completely um, Metroidvania. And as well, it's it's got the Riddler trophies. The collectibles are, are just as fun and, and just mm -hmm. as... Like, you would have a ball 100% in it. You yeah. would... Uh, it, it's absolutely up your alley. All so right, strange hold on. Let me find it. it. Let me find it and start installing it. <laughs> new new roulette game. I'll wait till after we're done talking, so I don't. Oh, kill our we could. Here, but yeah. oh no, wait. If you've played them all, I yeah, guess you guys have already roulette. played it. So I can always play those games, um, except night. But yeah, but so uh, Steve, let me think here. So, uh, so I would. So here's how I'd recommend playing it is. Open up the world as much as you can by going to the towers. Yep. Um, 
do crimes as you see them. I mean, at the end of the game, I think even though you may do crimes as you see them, you'll still have plenty to do to get your damn platinum. I know what you mean when you say that, but it still sounds awesome. Talk about Spider-Man doing crimes. Make sure you commit all the crimes you can. (laughs) Grand Theft Spider-Man. But yeah, and then uh, the the other thing I'd say, so in order to get the platinum, um, at some point you will run into these challenges you have to do. Okay. Yep. You, uh, what I would do, there's like four different types of challenges. One of them is a lot more of a pain in the ass than the other. <laughs> I yep. will just tell you that right now. Tend to get the platinum. You need to get gold in all of them, except for the, like, so, okay. So let's pick, so let's say, so like I said, there's four types of challenges. You need to get gold in all of the challenges in three of those categories and then gold in only one of the other category and then silvers in the rest. Does that make sense? Uh, no, but, so, uh, but anyway, I feel like you should tell me which ones to do closer okay. to the time. <laughs> okay. The drone challenges fucking suck. I will tell you yeah. that right now. Get you in. So there's like stealth ones, there's combat ones and there's yeah. bomb ones. Those ones get gold in all of those. The drone ones, they're fucking terrible. I hated them. Um, <laughs> You need to get silver in all of those, but gold in one of them. And then you'll be mm. able to, un- that's all the tokens you need in order to unlock your shit. So sounds good. Sounds I hated, good. I hated the drone ones. I, I getting the gold on the one that I got. Uh, oh, speaking of the unlocking, that's worth mentioning. Um, All of the different suits that you can unlock and the different powers that go along with them. That That's oh, pretty man. fun stuff. Um, so, the- so there's, there's one suit later on makes you look like the comic book Spider-Man. Like yeah. it's one of those things is where like I've seen, I, I, huh? <laughs> I love it. And the thing is like, I, yeah, I've, I'd seen it before I got it online and it's one of those things you're like, God, I wish there was like a filter to make the entire game look like this. Cause you really do look like the comic book Spider-Man. Yeah. It's amazing. That and would it, be really it's, cool, man. It's really jarring to see because you're right. like, God, why doesn't the rest of the world look like this? But it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, Elliot, get Spider Man on January first, um, oh, or get your ne- or get your nephew to buy it for you. I don't care. Um, <laughs> My nephew's four, so it'll be pretty much me. Get your sister's <laughs> kid. Get your sister to spend some money on your kid. <laughs> I don't have a sister, but or your brother. <laughs> How long have we known <laughs> or, each other? Okay, I don't know. I can't. Uh, when you say nephew, it's been, it's been, sorry, I was thinking it's aunt. been it's been like twelve years. Get Maybe your brother's kid. Years? Yeah, I don't pay attention to the rest <laughs> and of you. And you you misspelled my name earlier, and I you thought, thought it was, I had a I, sister. I thought it was A L L I O T. I'm sorry. It's uh, a common mistake. <laughs> well, I can't help but that your parents fucked up your name. Yeah. Steve-O's, Steven spelled Steven's parents spelled his name with an O. <laughs> Stefan. Stevo. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, we got one last game to talk about. And it's a doozy, and I'm going to let Elliot start it off. Okay, get ready for the the huge, like, intelligent fucking <laughs> spoiler chat on Beyond Two Souls. Go ahead. The, what, what were your thoughts, Elliot? Well, wait, wait, hold on. I'm getting a breaking. I'm getting a, an input from the critic. What was that? It stinks. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. That was an old poll. Oh, Jesus. I wonder how many listeners. <laughs> I'm 34. That one. Shut up. <laughs> Actually, you're, you're both older than me. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very <laughs> true. That's why we got it. 
But we're we're not proud of ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ellie, go ahead. (laughs) David Cage has outdone himself. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of what? You mean David Cage? David Cage. I think it. It. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a David Cage game. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, game is a very fluid term here i don't know what it was about it so like i i actually i enjoyed heavy rain i was able to not just get through it but i i enjoyed the story i was drawn into the mystery figuring out who was the zodiac zodiac yeah no origami origami uh all right jake but i don't know what it was about this game it just couldn't hold my attention i do i do want to and i don't want to put too much blame on it because i think it's giving it kind of a pass but the everything being out of order really like takes you out of uh i i i think the effect he was going for was ooh how did these link up ooh what's really going on here yeah but you just end up being like where am i what happened before this and this actually happened after the thing before and i i don't know where i'm at and i don't so there is anymore. a version of the game on the p uh, and maybe, yeah. maybe it's on the ps on the ps4 no. version you can play the ps4 chron- version for, you can play it chronologically and i played it the way the creator intended because right. that's how he made it and yeah. i was like if i was interested enough i'd go back and do it the other way later but i just it i i don't know it it's i feel like there's you have a little more agency than in heavy rain like a yeah. little more control but even then well because of that i expected i was going to like it more but even with that i i just maybe maybe other games are just so much better now and this just felt so dated i think so and i think one of the big things about a, a game like this that's not as gameplay heavy that's not as interactive in many ways as the games that we're used to playing the games that really hold our attention i feel like games like this need a bit of humor in them yeah they need something That's, like wait you and, didn't find it humorous throwing chairs and couches at the teenagers <laughs> during that scene <laughs> like there was a, a time when heavy rain there was nothing else like it there was nothing mm-hmm. to compare like the the kind of emotions that it uh you know made you feel no other games had done yet now yeah. they have. Now games with amazing gameplay have made you feel things like this. The Last of Us, again, it was just a fun game moment to moment, as well as being more hard-hitting emotionally than any of David Cage's games. Or and, Ellen, and Ellen Page is in that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, you're t- you're totally right. It was it was very like exhaustingly overbearing, exhaustingly dark, exhaustingly serious. And yeah. the characters... like. Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page did everything they could with that yeah. script, but it was just not that engaging. Yeah, yeah. like so. I, I mean, I, I've said before my absolute love for David Cage games. <laughs> Faith, faithful <laughs> listeners, there. Wait, ha- you're the one who picked this game. How did you? <laughs> with your like, Elliot, you shut hate, up for a second. Hating David Cage so much. Faithful listeners, my heavy air quotes around love for David Cage there. Um, I had hoped that like the production of this game would be enough to like save it because I'd heard a lot of good things about the story and the characters. And I was like, you know what? 
I fucking hated Heavy Rain. Maybe <laughs> Beyond Two Souls did it a lot better. And to be fair, they at least made R2 not the fucking move forward button. So that's a good plus. Um, but playing it like I, I, I enjoyed the characters. I had no problem with Ellen's character or Willem's character and all this. I, I, I was kind of curious to see how shit panned out, but just like, I don't know. I got to like the stealth section where I can't even remember her goddamn name now in the game, but the, the girl Ellen Page's character like became like a CIA, a CIA operative went through like her training session where she had to go do stealth. Yeah. So was, you know? I did that section. I might've done one or two after that. <laughs> and I was just sitting there going like, Oh my God, I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, it's a lot of that. A lot I, of, I don't care. I yeah. just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd rather just watch the movie. It, it's yeah. There's, there's, there's a point like, Playing a game and having interactivity means you have some sort of outcome on how shit ends. And whether that's a game over or whatever, that's fine. I mean, yes, but the idea is that you have some sort of agency in determining how you get to that win or how you end up dying. Like, okay, I fucked up horribly because I, I don't know, I cast fire when I should have cast cure or I won because I you know, use the right strategies or whatever. In this game, it's like I died because I didn't press left. I yeah. pressed right. You yeah. know, it's stupid bullshit, quick time event stuff. It's like, I I'd rather watch some, I'd rather watch someone else play dragon Lair than myself playing dragon Lair. You know, I quick yeah. time events are fucking lazy game design. I don't care if anybody sends me hate mail because of it, but it's just like either you accomplish, the, accomplish the thing that I set out to do because I pressed the button correctly or don't don't make it yeah. so that like I have to press it within time. like in like let's like take Mario RPG in Mario RPG. If you attack the enemy, I'll do eight damage. If I'm good enough, I can hit the button again and I'll do 16 damage. I yeah. can still survive the fight if I fuck that up. <laughs> I yeah. it's just I, I it's so goddamn stupid. I just so Beyond Two Souls is one of the games like I'm I am fully happy to go through and just watch a YouTube playthrough of this game because I do not want to actually interact with this bullshit story or yeah. bullshit gameplay. The, the the one thing I will say about this is like the the trick wears off. You yeah. know, the David Cage trick wears off. Heavy Rain, I, I really enjoyed it. It was something different. It was a good story, it was an emotional story. The um I just am bored. <laughs> I don't want to play yeah. this. It's kind of like um Telltale Games as well. You know. Walking Dead was amazing. It told a great mm. story in a new gritty world that might not have been new to people who read the comics or whatever, but the way it was told, um, how hard hitting it was, it really that that first Walking Dead was amazing. But every Telltale game since has been less interesting. Like mm -hmm. the you know, you see the cracks in the seams. You're you're the stuff that you're doing moment to moment just is kind of boring. But the, the way that you spice that kind of thing up is by doing what uh you know until dawn did. You make it funny. You make yeah. it yeah. Uh, you know goofy. It not take itself too seriously. Those kind of things like allow you just to enjoy the thing a little bit more because it's not so self serious and and you know overbearing. Um, I, more games like that. And apparently, um, on the tale set, tale, telltale side of things, uh, the Tales from the Borderlands 
was meant to be way better because it's yeah. funny. It's a little well, different. And I, I can agree that humor <clears throat> would be a good thing. But but the big thing I have with games like the game, what David Cage makes are the fail states. Telltale mm. games do not have fail states. And I, yes, yeah. there there are some complaints you can have about like. My decisions don't matter because even if you branch off, you still end up at the same point only with minor differences. Like in the Walking Dead season one. Okay, I chose this yeah. person. I chose to save this person instead of this person. You know, the story branches off, but eventually that person you didn't save dies anyway. And then you end up at the end where both people are dead. <laughs> yeah. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no fail state. And, and the thing with David Cage games is that like, there because there is a fail state means you i don't know it's like you're you're on you're basically playing a game that is on rails right and like nothing you do will change the way the story goes except you failing and if you fail you just have to reboot and keep moving the story the way it goes yeah. and i yeah. i don't want to keep doing that shit i want to just I, if i want to see this if i want to see a story that's on rails and I can't change it and things just happen. And then, okay, just show me a goddamn movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, And I understand like in like, I I know beyond two souls and heavy rain both had like branching storylines and you could end up at like an ending that is not the quote unquote true ending or whatever, but it's just like, I, I, I don't know if all that has stopped me from seeing the story as intended is me not pressing X at the right time. That's a shitty game. <laughs> the story also has to be worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if, and, if, and I've heard like, good things about the Beyond Two Souls story, but I just, I do not have it in me to make yeah. myself suffer through the bullshit gameplay in order to see the story. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. On rails adventure. Like, is there anything more pointless? Hell. <laughs> That's something like no. that. Yeah. Sorry, David Cage. Yeah. <laughs> David Kaj. <laughs> All right. Well, so it's a good pick, uh, Josh. Huh? <laughs> good pick. Good good pick. Well, like, well I, done. I had hopes. I failed. I'm sorry. All right. So the last backlog roulette, which was, oh God, it was two months ago, but it was our last episode. So we're technically breaking a rule, but we're not technically breaking a rule because we took so goddamn long to get this episode out. <laughs> um, so the last game, we, last one we had, I had picked Beyond Two Souls because I'm a fucking idiot. Elliot had picked Titanfall 2 and Steve-O wow. had picked the reboot of Ratchet and Clank. Good this time you. I'm g- <laughs> this time I'm going back to an old classic because none of us have really finished it. Um, I'm going to pick Undertale. I've played a good amount of it. I haven't finished it. Uh, I do want to go back to it at some point. And honestly, I played a little th- bit of it recently and it seems like a fun Funny game, which is what we're just talking about. Which is the antithesis of a David a David Kaj game. That's all you need to win us over is funny games. <laughs> yep. I think that's yeah. So we're gonna do a new roulette where if you roll a one, we're gonna get Undertale. If you roll a two, we're gonna get Titanfall two. And if we roll a three, we're gonna get Ratchet and Clank. And hopefully one of these games will be enjoyable. So <laughs> I think they all will. I'm I, very happy to play any of these games. I don't know how funny Titanfall 2 is. <laughs> oh my I god, did you see that guy are. explode? Oh my god, it was so funny. Um, all right. You guys ready? Yep. As I'll ever be. Here we go. A oh, son of a bitch! Alright. Well, I guess we're playing Undertale. Woo! Indeed <laughs> which we means are. I, which means I gotta pick a new one next time. Well, yeah. two two <laughs> episodes from now. 
Well, you've so, got a little time to think about it, Josh. In the meantime, um, well, we'll be playing Undertale. And also, I've been playing some games for my birthday, lads. Uh, what do you think you want to get me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I I mean, I said earlier that I wanted to get you Metroid Prime Trilogy. But if you're not going to fucking play it on Wii U, then there's really no point. Yeah, let's so, just wait. Let's just so, wait I'm going to get you some first. credit to play uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. But, yeah, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Sorry. Switch, switchity switch. Yeah. By I'm the way, gonna... Elliot, you should give him twenty bucks so you can play Valkyria Chronicles one on Switch. Because did, you didn't finish it, did you? On no, no, I didn't. Hmm. Although, should you just get should you just get all Switch credit. I'm tempted. That way, you, that way, you can also get Metroid Prime on Wii. Ooh, I'm not getting anything on Wii U. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 um, but to be honest, oh man, there's so much else that I could get on the Switch, guys. Dead Cells, Dead Cells, um, Into the Breach, which wait, I've hold, been... Wait, wait, hold on. What's that? Con- cons- Are you-, you already pre-ordered Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> You've already started downloading it? <laughs> I- I'm just kidding, my nephew's not home, so... <laughs> that's a good point, though. Josh will have Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> but maybe that's a good reason for me not to get Red Dead Redemption. Aren't you, since he's just getting, gonna ru- aren't you already getting it? Since since he's just gonna ruin the joy of it anyway. Um but I, I think I think I gotta get Valkyrie. Yeah, screw it, lads. Just hit me with all the switch credit that you can. That's okay. all, all right. that's what I'm gonna do. All right. Can do. I, I will say I want you to get Dead Cells and I want you to tell me what you think because I really want to play it and I'm okay and I'm okay with you rubbing it in my face. This should be good. This should be good. Valkyrie Chronicles 4 and Dead Cells, two games that Josh would like to play and won't be able to play. This is going to be a great a great birthday. Thanks, lads. Love you both. <laughs> you know what else Josh would like to play wouldn't be able to play? What's that? The new Destiny expansion. That's right. <laughs> Coming right at you, buddy. Fuck that. <laughs> got you covered. Dude, I got the first Destiny 1 expansion, played that for a bit, and then like 2, 3, and 4, whatever the hell it were, came out, and I was like, yeah, fuck it. But this one's different, Josh. It's a new Bungie, remember? <laughs> it, it, is it? Is That's it? what they say. Is it? The real question, guys, is how am I going to get $7.77 on Steam so that I can get uh, the, uh, what was it called again? Obradin? The, is that really how much it is right now? The return, no, return of the Obradin. Um, no, the problem is I have twelve twenty three in credit. Uh, and it's okay. 20 bucks. I guess it could be on sale at some point. If only you had someone in your personal life that could help you with that. <laughs> Somebody that I could guilt into giving me a bit of bit of credit for games. It's true. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. All in right. In the meantime. Elliot, take us home. We'll find out what Steve-O did end up getting and playing in two weeks. But in the meantime, you can check us out on ratherbecast.com. And we are on Twitter at rbpcast. I did say rather be cast.com. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, rusty, I, I thought I said ratherbeplay.com. It's been a while. Uh, ratherbecast.com, Twitter at rbpcast, at rbp Elliot, at rbp Josh, at rbp Stevo. Um, where wherever you can uh, find your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, YouTube, and uh, that's pretty much any place that you can get your podcasts. Check us out there. Give us a a like, a subscribe. Leave us a review. Five stars always goes a long way with us. Hell yeah. 
Um, uh, or four, but let's just stop there. <laughs> we will be back on a two-week schedule starting from today. We apologize for the inconvenience, but our lives suck and shit happens. But if you want to know. Better. We, <laughs> come on, Josh. We believe in you. Keep on trucking, son. I'm very happy you got a job, steve If anyone wants to start a GoFundMe page for Josh, you can reach us at <laughs> questions at ratherbecast.com. And uh, we might uh, read your questions on the air. So I, I do not take Bitcoin. <laughs> that's his, that's his uh, caveat. I think that's everything. Did I forget something? I forgot something. I'm sure you that's did, but enough. fuck it. We'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See you later. Cheerily bye now. Bye. bye.